0: All right, and we're on, welcome everyone back. This is another episode of the GTN Kickback, Joey Brodsky, your host. Today, we're here with a very exciting guest, Mr. Ben Slater in marketing at Beamery. One of the, the most seasoned and experienced marketers that I've had the pleasure of speaking with recently, really excited to talk with you for a quick chat here. Ben, about kind of this journey that you've gone through at Beamery that I think is something a lot of people aspire for. You've essentially grown this organization from basically zero to a really significant amount, pre-revenue up to the series D and obviously millions and millions of revenue generated through your marketing organization. It's a journey that not a lot of marketers are able to transcend through those different stages, right? And we're going to sit down and talk about, you know, some of your bleeding edge methodologies as a marketer and some of your guiding ideologies, right? That could probably help out some of our audience here. Thank you for joining us, Ben. Really excited. Could you give a, a brief uh, introduction on yourself and tell me who you are, a little bit about your background role with Beamery and then some of the other work that you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And firstly, thank you. Really excited for the conversation today. So as you say, I'm global marketing leader here at Beamery. I joined the business as employee, four or five, you know, Pre-product, pre-revenue, pre-funding back when we worked out of our founder's apartment in London, which is where I'm based today for folks who can't pick up the accent, I started my career in finance and, and PR, and then I've been on a, a couple of fun rides right in the, in the world of software startups. Yeah. My current role, as you say, is, is Beamerian. It's been a fantastic journey so far. I joined the business. Cause I was, I thought the mission was so powerful, right? You know, we're looking to unlock. The potential of every human on the planet and create you know a fair and equitable playing field right for for talent and that's something that i think anything anyone can get behind and that's something that keeps me keeps me coming back after after all these years yeah that's exciting man
0: tell me about your start as the first commercial hire essentially with B marie what was it a little over eight years ago like what made you i mean take the leap to join a company that was a founder in his apartment, and maybe a couple laptops with probably just a bold idea. I mean that's that's a, a dangerous, risky took, right? And sort of the space,
1: yeah. I think if you're evaluating an opportunity that is very, very early stage, what you're evaluating is the founding team and you're evaluating the mission, and you're evaluating the the market opportunity. And you know if I, if I think back all those years, The market opportunity was significant, right? There had been significant transformation in the world of customer experience, right? The personalization with which consumers expected brands to engage with them. The world of talent and HR was a little left behind, right? And we saw a lot of opportunity to take companies, take candidates on that same journey to help organizations, you know, treat their talent like their customers, right? And that was exciting to me. I thought that the founding team was, was smart, was mission driven and had kind of a, a prior relationship with them as well. And uh, yeah, the mission as they said, was something that, that really kind of got me up in the morning and got me excited. You know, when you join a business at that stage and I joined business, as you say, as he says, the first commercial hire, you're spinning a lot of plates at the same time. And I was doing sort of sales, marketing, customer success, and I've obviously built out the, the marketing team from, from the ground up since then. You have to be, I mean, the the analogy, right, is early stage hires that you want to make as a business athletes, right? They're able to be hands-on, they are able to span across a number of different projects and tasks. And you know, that's very much the role you have to play. You're figuring things out together, you're working out product go-to-market fit, and and you're looking for those early signs of validation to 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 help you double down. So it's it's an exciting time. Yeah, that's
0: great. I mean, it's a it's a very rare few bunch of marketers that go through that entire journey from you know being as early as you were to where you guys are now, right? It's obviously a huge global presence, large marketing organization, millions of dollars in ARR, right? great funding. How do you sort of think about that journey? Do you break it down into chapters or segments of growth or is it all one yeah. sort of continuous, Line and trajectory
1: upwards, right? That you guys have built. Oh, look! It would be lovely if everything was always just up (laughs) until the right. Even if, even if, when you look back and things on a chart, that's how they look, right? It doesn't always feel like that at the time. I think, look, in the very early stage, I think it's it's very much hand-to-hand combat, right? You're you're figuring things out and you're trying to. You're trying to stack up the wins i think as you start to get to a level of scale your your role as a as a leader in my case as a marketing leader can change very quickly right you go from being the person who just kind of gets stuff done right to obviously building out a team the folks you hire at that stage are different to the folks that you hire later the priorities for you as a marketing leader you know getting the the demand engine going building kind of the first um, elements of a brand, developing a you know point of view as a business, those are different to to, to what you have to focus on later. So I think, yeah, as, as, as a leader, you have to be conscious of the role that you need to have in the business and how that role changes and the speed with which that role changes. Because the reality is if you're in a fast growing business, you need to morph into a different type of human basically every three months. So you yeah. need to be focused on, you know, what what does that look like and how, how do you personally get this so that you can uh, best support the organization? Do you think that flexibility, right, or call it
0: personal change management is what most marketers that can't go through that sort of the that almost decade-long growth period with the company are missing? Like, I'm sure you know lots of colleagues in the space that have done Two to four years, five years there, mm-hmm. taking the company. people people kind of think about at least in my world of recruitment, the way executives are looking for leading go- to market practitioners in the form of a VP of marketing or VP of sales. Uh, Sasser does a lot of content on this with Jason Limpgan, where it's you need the zero to one million person. You need the one million to ten million person. You need the ten to twenty five and then the twenty five plus person, right? What is the skill that's missing? For most people that haven't been able to string it together like you have
1: I think it's something that's quite difficult to put a finger on right I mean I'm lucky in my career to obviously have had fantastic mentors and to have had you know CEOs and founders that have that have had a high level of trust right and yeah. you know I don't want to overplay the importance of either of those two things you know you know if you're in a lucky position a fortunate position where you're on a rocket ship right you need to have that m- Kind of openness to to growth and openness that you don't know everything right and you know i've always tried to keep learning pretty front of mind and uh, to focus on how i can be you kind of know better every day 1% better every day and then i think so much of it is the is the team you build right can you create pillars for yourself right within your organization leaders that you know far better than you at different elements of marketing Right. And, you know, can you build a a business within the business, right. With key operating rhythms, metrics, different integrated functions, right. That, you know, will help you be successful. Right. That's kind of how I think about it at least. What about the people that you're building around you, right.
0: Let's talk Mm -hmm. about your sort of talent strategy. Did you have to go through a lot of people that were fit for certain stages of business? Obviously, I'm sure things changed structurally as you sort of went along.
1: Yeah, I think when you're first starting out, there's a, I think hiring success in the very early days depends on your ability to uncover hidden talent, right? Particularly hidden early career talent. You know, the perfect candidate on paper that's done this five times before, like, why would they join your company, right? So, firstly, you need to, as a marketer, have a good pitch for that, right? Be able to tell the story of your business and you know why someone should take a take a risk but i think you also need to be great at finding folks with potential and putting them in positions where they can be successful and you know also putting them in positions where it's you know okay to fail right i think as you, as you scale you know marketing is complex these days right there's a lot of different functions and, and areas right so you need to make sure that you have the skills to manage each one of those different areas but also you need to make sure that the team is is as integrated as possible right because it's 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 easy to fall into the trap of you know creating 10 different silos that do 10 different things within marketing if you don't have a layer that pulls things together into a cohesive and coherent story right and if you don't have a layer that is you know all moving in the same direction and and, and the kind of acting against the business priorities then then ultimately you're going to end up doing a lot of random acts of marketing versus the things that the business needs. So was it very
0: intent on building structure from the beginning, right? Or were you really just trying to find people like that were the right personality and I guess fit, like you sort of described there?
1: The the first hire that I made was a content hire. We took the perspective of Vimery in the early days that thought leadership was critical to us, both in terms of telling the story of the company, but also telling the story of the category, right? We had a, thought we had a real opportunity to, to, to build a category around a uh, company we were building. But I think I interviewed probably 85, 90 people before I found the person wow. that I thought had the right set of attributes and the right skills to to kind of take that area of the business forward. And you know, the, the person was, was a great hire, they're now off running marketing at a, at a different company. But for me, when you look at those real key, keystone hires, it's essential to get it right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I took a lot of early intentionality. Look, I do not want to paint it like I haven't made plenty of mistakes along the way, because of course I have, but yeah, that was, that was certainly how we thought about it.
0: How did the priorities change from an executive level that trickled down to you? I, I can imagine at certain stages, maybe the goal of marketing would be more product market fit or Branding and evangelism to then shifting directly towards uh, revenue at all costs, right was there a methodical way of going about that journey and transitioning or matricing those different goals
1: yeah I think if you if you were to to look at the journey in roughly three stages, right, which is kind of pre product market fit, kind of like kind of early growth and then scale there are different priorities that you have initially it's do we have the right story can we create some level of demand then it's okay we have product market fit or at least we think we have it what are the right channels for us to start to scale this you know we're going to begin to invest more in marketing so experimentation around channels you know becomes important and you know you're looking to bring on folks to the team that have a broad range of skills and that have that kind of ownership mindset and and want to really go deep and establish new structures within the team and then scale i think a lot of that is you know we're established across different marketing channels now we need to to really focus and optimize and get you know every maximize the dollar we get out from every dollar to get in different things become important for example investments in brand you know relationships with analysts different types of media you know the way we work with executives both our customers and also internally the role of marketing actually is an internal communications engine so i I think you know you just need to be conscious of the the job to be done for marketing at each one of those stages and to be sure that you know you have the right team around you to deliver on on those objectives if you had one piece of advice been to
0: maybe sort of put a cap on this what Mm -hmm. would it be right that has guided your frame of thinking around this obviously it's very dynamic you seem like a like an octopus right where you're able to manage and, and understand complex ideas and bring them all together into one right to sort of find that synchronicity right between all those different stages of growth what's your piece of advice to anyone that wants to get out of the being a segment marketer or a, a revenue stage marketer and take on something more of a full journey like you have?
1: Yeah, I'll I give you. I give you three quick ones, right? First is find a, a mentor or support structure that can help you on the journey, right? And there's a lot of great kind of exec networking groups out there. The second is make sure that you are in a business where the mission of the company is aligned to your personal mission right yeah and the third is you know commitment and it it look it does require a lot of work to this type of journey you know will take a lot out of you and no one no one no one else will look out for your well-being apart from yourself right so taking the time to to look after yourself whatever that looks like right mentally physically etc i think is really important and is often kind of overlooked as part of these types of conversations
0: we're gonna get everyone a copy of that Peter Atia book. Get everyone in their zone
1: two. It's a yeah, great good two training. Well, you know. I, challenge, I challenge anyone to complete the amount of exercise that he prescribes every week <laughs> and still maintain
0: it. True, consistently. You can do it for about yeah. about a week, but the second yeah. week that tricks me up every time. <laughs> Thank you so much. For this, Ben. That was super concise and impactful at the same time, including the events of just tremendous success that hopefully a lot of people can learn from. Can people find you? Can they connect with you? Is there anything we could plug in here at the end?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, look, nothing, nothing to plug, but you can track me down on LinkedIn. Happy to connect, happy to chat and yeah, thanks for having me on. Enjoy the conversation. Yeah, thanks
0: so much for joining, Ben. Thank you everyone for giving this a listen. This is the Go To Market Kickback. I'm Joey Brodsky and we'll be back. Appreciate it.